Hello and welcome to the Russ Rants Podcast. Man, am I super excited to have you today. This whole platform is designed on open conversation, safety, and self-improvement. That's what this whole thing is about, is giving you the tools and ideas to make yourself better, and thus helping people around you be better. I hope that today's episode inspires you to think for yourself, to think for others, and to maybe adapt and add some extra things to your life that equip you to win. Without further ado, here's the rant. Enjoy. All right, we're just we're just gonna. Oh, I don't need these anymore. Sorry, I'm wearing my my headphones. We're just gonna jump into this before I talk myself out of it. I first off want to say Happy New Year, Russ Rants fam. I hope you are all doing well. I hope you all had good Christmases. Uh, I know that it was uh, as we discussed in previous podcasts. I know that. For many of us, it was a, a little bit of a different and unique ordeal as we were experiencing Christmas um, virtually with many of our family members that we typically get to hang out with. Um, and I just want to, as always, thank you for your support and say I'm excited to begin this new year with you. I'm excited because we also have some phenomenal guests, and I'll prime that in a moment because I've been hard at work. I even said that uh, a little while ago. Oh, I totally just kicked the mic stand. If you're watching on YouTube, Thank you for watching on YouTube as you get to see my unique setup. And just so you guys know, too, as a little bit of a disclaimer, the audio is going to sound a little bit uh, more echoey or a little bit less ideal for me right now. I've moved. I've moved uh, recording locations. Um, and I'm pleased to announce that I, I we now have a designated room for projects. So stuff like uh, my podcast, my Twitch channel, uh, we've actually got our own room now where this stuff can all be utilized and I don't have to uh, kick my wife out of our bedroom anymore as that is where I had been recording before. You don't need to know that, but for me, amidst COVID and all this fun stuff, you got to celebrate the little victories when they come along, right? So I just want to say welcome and thank you. Uh, whether you're listening on, on a podcast platform or you're listening on YouTube and watching, hello, um, welcome. Welcome. So grateful to have you guys all here. Um, yeah, it's, it is 2021, and there's something on my brain, and we'll jump into that in a moment, but I want to let you guys first know what's coming up here on the slate of Russ Rants. Are, you know, like, I, I like to take pride in knowing the fact that um, I'm working pretty hard at trying to make sure you guys are getting value. That's the biggest motivator I have. That's the biggest priority I have is that whenever I show up here, you're not just listening to a random guy rant for 20 to 45 minutes or an hour if there's a guest. Rather, I want you guys to know that when you come and sit down at the table and you want to listen, you want to hang out with me for a bit of time, which I never try to take for granted. It does not go unnoticed that you guys are here hanging out. Um, I, I want to make sure you guys can sit up from the table and get up and go back to your life and be like, dang, that was good. Even if it was just a little nugget, a little, I hate that word, but a little nugget, a little food for thought uh, to help you get through the next week. That means I did my job. Honestly, it's the biggest passion. I'm not here to try to build uh, my ego up. I'm not here to just rant on about things of nothingness. I just don't work that way. I'm not wired that way. So coming up in the next few months, we have a few guests uh, who I believe are going to bring some awesome experience and clout, to be honest, to the Restaurants podcast. We've actually got a podcast coming up next week with a special guest. 
Um, and I'll, don't worry, we'll we'll still I'll plug that on on social media here coming up after this week. Uh, but we've got a special guest who's also going to help us kind of continue to navigate through these crazy difficult times we're going through, uh, and also just to kind of be healthier which I think is important. Uh, as you guys know, we kind of ended 2020 with a bang with a special guest, Kim Ward, who was phenomenal. Just such a powerful woman, a powerful story. And uh, she's a fantastic coach uh, and just kind of gave her perspective on how to get better. So we've got an excellent guest next week. She is a breathing coach. I don't think it's as simple as that, but I'm going to plug that. She's a breathing coach. She's got a great story. She's got some great techniques. You might think, what the heck? Why do, what's a breathing coach? What I need that? You're going to need it. It's going to help you through this next year. I promise you. And if you come in and sit in on that, uh, and you, you're going to be able to walk away and be like, dang, I'm like equipped now for all kinds of crazy, stressful, awesome things. Fantastic. Okay. So we've got next week, we've got a breathing coach. Um, and actually, I should probably mention her name. I'm, I'm kind of doing this on the cuff just so you guys know. I, I, don't, even, I don't even think I was going to do an episode this week. And I just decided, you know what? I, I want to say hi to the Russ Rants fam on my own first before uh, I, I kind of go in with some guests, cold turkey. So just, just understand, her name is Sarah Novak. Sarah Novak. And Sarah, thank you so much for wanting to be on the show. I'm excited to have you. So that is next week. Uh, in future weeks after that, we've got a very special friend of mine, Ajit. He's been a longtime fan. Fan. He's been a longtime listener. Sorry, Ajit. You're not a fan. You're a listener. Uh, you're a partner, and uh, Ajit's got some great experience. He's also got some great thoughts. I would love to pick his brain on a few things. He too is, is you know, his industry, he's navigating this pandemic like cray-cray, but he's a really solid guy, and he's got some stuff on his mind. He wants to lovingly rant about as well. Uh, we've got an author, marvelous author, um, who I've been in contact with. He wrote his book recently, his first book, and he's got a phenomenal story that I, I think is going to absolutely inspire, but also give you some really powerful tools that I think will help you. So that's kind of just three guests right off the top of my head. We've got a couple more after that, but let's not overwhelm this whole thing, shall we? Let's jump into the rant. So as I mentioned, I wasn't actually going to do this. I wasn't going to I wasn't gonna get it on and do an episode until um, Sarah uh, joins me next week. But I figured, you know what? We've had some crazy stuff happen last week, right? Um, the, the storming and invasion of the Senate was unbelievable. Um, we, we, we ended 2020, we hit new years. It's now 2021. Uh, we, we've still, if anything, on my personal opinion, many of us are more polarized and, and, and on different sides than ever before on some crazy, crazy big, uh, issues. Obviously the vaccine rollout is one of those issues as the uh, governments all around the world are racing to ro roll them out try to get us, quote-unquote, back to normal. Uh, it, it's crazy times, man. Whether you, you want to be involved or not, or you just don't even want to think about it, no matter what, it affects all of us a little bit, okay? And so why am I on here today in my strange new office with a, a little bit more of an echoey microphone? And if you're watching on YouTube, looking up at you rather than at you. Um, it's because, I, well, first off, the office is still not totally done and ready yet, so I just was desperate to try to get something ready and done for you guys. Um but most importantly, it's because there's been something nagging at me, and I I was going to let it go. I'd, I'd actually written it down to do an episode about it a few months back, and just, you know, with booking some last-minute guests and getting ready and then finding out a bunch, the, you know, about a ton of the government restrictions we were finding um, heading up to Christmas, I just, I just didn't have the stomach for it is probably the best way I could explain it. I just didn't have... 
I just didn't have the mentality it was the right time to execute uh, a talk about this. And so uh, what I wanted to talk about is getting up from the table a f like too early. I'm trying to rephrase. Let me rephrase this. Don't leave the table if you're offended. That's where I'm going to kind of title it. And you're going to be like, what the heck? What table? What are we talking about? We're not, we're, we haven't seen anyone physically in months. Uh, it's, a, it's a phrase I'm going to use and stick with where I call it like the debate or the discussion or the dialogue table. I want you to just all picture a hypothetical table. You're sitting on one side and someone who disagrees with you or has an opposite point of view is sitting on the other. A negotiating table, okay? And it's been nagging at me for months because humanity... I'm sure many times over history has had ample opportunity for things to be controversial, divisive, and polarizing. Okay, uh, you're always sports is a great analogy of this because people are always going to be at each other's throats about what team is the best. It's a very shallow issue, uh, but there's a lot of pride, there's a lot of emotion because you, if you, even if you're not a sports fan, um, which I'm a passionate sports fan. Uh, you you know the fanatics, right? They've got the jerseys. They've painted their faces with the colors of their team. They're at every home game. They scream at the top of their lungs. They act like absolute idiots, but they do it because it's like this different power gets infused within them. They can't help it because that their team is part of their identity, their culture, who they are, a part of their DNA is that sports team. I, I know many of you guys might not understand that, but it, it is true. And then we take that on a little bit of a heavier note, and then you've got political sides, right? Oh, Russell, you're, you're wading into dangerous territory. Don't worry, I'm not going to give any perspective on left and right, but obviously we have a classification system of how we believe things. Left, right, right to center, left to center, center, right? So there's political. And then there's just tons of different, you know, uh, is it, you know, uh, different debates that we can get into that are stupid or super serious, You've got the death penalty debate. <gasps> I know, taboo, right? Um, you, you've got uh, Jacob versus, oh my gosh, I forgot his name in Twilight. I think I should be proud of myself. I'm trying to think of it. It's Robert Pattinson's, it's so, it's such a, oh God. Nope, I can't think of it. It's Jacob, who's the shirtless werewolf, and then the vampire. You guys are going to hate me later. Maybe that's just going to expose you guys for the Twilight fans you are. Anyways. You've got Jacob versus what's-his-nuts Robert Pattinson vampire guy. Um, you know, it's every time you, you have an opinion and someone says, I disagree, you're just on an opposing side of a table, okay? And that, I think, often tries to get blurred by people instructing us to pretend there is no table. I'm going to try to unpack that further here because you might not agree with me even right now, and that's okay. I think that's healthy, but this has been on my mind. I'm going to try to my best unpack it by the end of this rant. You'll know what I'm saying. And please, as usual, reach out to me if you agree, disagree, have comments, questions. I love to discuss this crap with you guys. Um, again, and even by the end of this episode, you're going to know, hey, I don't, dis I don't agree with you, but as per your discussion on the podcast episode, you know, here are my thoughts on this. Okay, so you can reach out to me on Instagram at Russ Rants. That's R-U-S-S-R-A-N-T-Z. If you have any show ideas or if you want to give me a very long-winded, please be civil long-winded rant yourself, you can also email it to me at russrantsreal at gmail.com, okay? Um, so kind of right now with this whole thing, they've blurred in culture and society to either shut up because the other party is right and it's not worth the fight, 
or no matter what, you have to pick a side. No matter what, there must be a side. Um, you know, it's either right or wrong. And there are, I'm going to put up a little bit of a stipulation, a little bit of a caveat there. There are some things that are right or wrong. Okay. Murder. Very good example. I am not endorsing, well, that's open for discussion. No, do not kill someone else. Okay. There is, there is absolute wrong there. <laughs> and if you want to debate me on that, I'd be very fascinated to know your point of view. Okay. Um, but there are a lot of issues right now in society where people have been encouraged, whether uh, uh, passively uh, or intentionally by society, culture, pop culture, media, uh, you must pick a side. Uh, if you don't agree with this topic, ah, I'm going to label you as opposite topic. Okay. And I kind of want to, I want to, I want to breach that today. I want to hit that head on. Um, Russ Rans fam, you guys know me by now. You know that I try to be level-headed. I am passionate. Uh, I ultimately want all of us to win. I ultimately want respect and love to be to everyone. That is not a hippie notion. I honestly believe that if you do right unto others, um, your life will be worth it. I, I do truly believe that. I don't. I think life is too short to be unkind and mean to each other. Accountable, sure. If you're my brother or my sister, if you're a good friend and you and I have that trust, accountability is different, okay? Holding someone accountable to say, hey, I don't understand your actions there. I disagree with it. Please explain yourself. Let's have a good sibling discussion. I, I say siblings, brother, sister. Uh, that It's terminology I use for really close friends who can call me out on my crap, right? Which is important. Um, we, where did the table come from? Uh, I think it's just from the beginning of time. We, we disagree. Okay. And now that we're kind of evolving into this society, 2020 really brought a lot of complaints to the surface, a lot of disagreements, how, you know, medicines rolled out, how medical personnel are handled, how the government's doing, what government you want in the United States. Um, you know, this person's venting against masks. This person is venting for masks. You know, it's, it's both sides. And I honestly want to encourage you and myself not to walk away from the table as soon as you put a label on someone. I'm going to picture it this way. You and I are walking around or we're surfing through social media and you find a post that you disagree with, okay? That table, that negotiating or discussion or debate table has been instantly placed in front of you and now you must be put in front with a choice. And no, I'm not specifically endorsing hunting out these situations on social media. It's just an example. Do you blurt out your opposing viewpoint and say, you're wrong, you're a piece of garbage, here's why, step by step, get up and walk away. Or if you do decide to wholesomely and respectfully engage, you can disagree with someone, you can even have heated disagreements and still honor and respect the opposing party. I think it's an aspect that some people are missing these days. A debate does not mean you instantly get your feelings hurt and you're attacking the other person. A debate is taking the concept, putting it in the middle of the table and assessing it from multiple viewpoints, not even two, multiple viewpoints, okay? Do you slam them and walk away or do you sit down and say, hello, other side of the table, my name is. I would like to discuss your point of view if you are open to a discussion. Some of you guys might be trembling in your boots and you're like, I don't want any of this crap. I just keep my own business. That's okay too-ish. I'll, I'll get into that maybe in a future episode. Um, 
But if you do decide to engage, do you say, I would love to hash this out more. I am an open-minded individual. I do vehemently disagree with your viewpoint, but here's why. If you would like to discuss it, I am happy to lay out my points. That being said, I would also like you to come forth and lay out your ideas and explain to me why you have the other side of the table viewpoint. And let's kind of go both at it together with the mentality, even if we agree to disagree at the end, can we grow from this discussion or at the very least gain clarity about what the other party knows or has learned or what they believe and walk away shaking hands. There's a great book that I, I read. It's changed my life about communication style. Um, quick shout out to um, uh, my, my boss, uh, Chris, for recommending it to me. It's called Never Split the Difference. It's by the author Chris Voss. I'm going to say that again. It's called Never Split the Difference by Chris Voss. Great book. He was the uh, head director or leader of the FBI uh, terrorist negotiation unit for years. Now he runs a business consultation firm because of course he does because he's a master negotiator. Very, very cool. And uh, what Chris Voss says in his book uh, about about negotiation and about coming at each other, um, he kind of talks about the, the idea that you want to be able to leave a discussion or a negotiation even if you're trying to get your way. Now, a negotiation has like typically a clear-cut uh, arrangement, right? If you're trying to buy a car, there's no, oh, well, you know, that's really nice. I don't think a VW Beetle is worth a million dollars, but it's good to know you do. Thank you for letting me understand. And you both walk away. There's different contexts, okay? A negotiation is kind of like an end result is needed. And so in a negotiation, though, he talks about the concept of even if it's a passionate negotiation and you've stood firm and you've used all of his tools and you get your way, you want the other party to be able to shake your hand and say... Yeah, I would do business with you again. That's what he says in the book. He negotiated with a terrorist for some hostages' lives. Lives? He did. It's one of the first few chapters in the book. He negotiates with a terrorist. He gets the lives for a way lower cost than the terrorists were asking for. And the guy calls them up and says, hey, did you get that promotion? The guy's like, what promotion? He's like, you're amazing. You didn't. I didn't get what I wanted and I gave you the people back. I'd work with you again. It's hilarious. It's amazing. It's one of the best lines in the book where it's like, really? Are we are we willing and wanting to do that? Now, that might be the most important question first off to even ask yourself is like, Russ, why? I don't care what the other person has to say. I have no interest in hearing their bull crap. And I just, I'm tired of the discussions. That is okay in certain sectors. If it's, an, if it's a negative interaction every time with certain individuals or they don't like to respectfully, you know, debate back or you just, you both, you've hit that between a rock and a hard place where neither of you are going to budge and it's actually putting a strain on your relationship. Yeah, no problem. That's, you know, you can see there that maybe it's just not worth the, the time to try to push each other further. You know, we agree to disagree. Can we move forth? But I find that right now, unfortunately, I don't know if it's cancel culture or it's just because we're, we're getting more and more self-empowered. Our identity is more and more in protecting and defending ourselves which isn't always a bad thing, but it can be unhealthy because our culture, unfortunately, is if you disagree with me, you're attacking me as a person, you're a bully, slam the door shut, and we're no longer talking. It's a silencing of dialogue. It kills the pool of creative and constructive dialogue. Another book reference I'm going to throw your way is Crucial Conversations. Again, another one changed my life. They call it the pool of dialogue. The pool of dialogue, again, just like the table, 
is you picture it in front. Let's say you're in a group meeting, okay, with a bunch of your, your colleagues, and you guys are coming together to try to problem solve an issue. Imagine this imaginary pool in the middle of all of you. What you say, how you say it, and how you get others engaged, you are all trying to come to a common goal in the middle of your team. That pool of dialogue needs positive and constructive and forward thinking and forward moving dialogue. But if people take it personally, if people disagree, but negatively, and they don't have a good rebuttal, but they just get angry or they try to cut off the dialogue or they try to bully or domineer, it happens all the time, right? All of us have had those older brothers or sisters or aunts or uncles or moms or dads or bosses, whatever, partners, spouses, um, and they try to domineer, you are taking away and cutting off the pool of dialogue. So when I say getting up from the table too early, I want us to try to look in the mirror and see, first off, if the issue is worth discussing with someone. Let's take the vaccine, okay? Ooh, hot button topic. It's fine. The idea is at the end of this episode, you won't care necessarily what your or my stance is. You'll at least know how to have conversations with people that have the same and opposing stance. The vaccine is always going to divide people. You're going to have people that have done their research and they have history or they've, you know, they've just come to the decision that a vaccine is not healthy for their family. Okay. Uh, they don't believe it, that it's the best way for their bodies to handle it. They don't believe it's the best way to move forward in their lives. And we understand that that's their right to have that position, right? The opposing side, opposing side, the opposite side of the table is vaccines are the best thing ever. You know, they, they definitely take care of you. They empower you to fight off diseases. Our world is better for it. And we feel it's better. And that on the other side is we view that as they, that, you know, they're strongly in, in favor of, of that medicine uh, approach to, to vaccinations and, and equipping your body that way. Okay. This is going to be a crazy time right now because the COVID vaccines are being uh, pushed out very aggressively. Aggressively doesn't mean a bad thing, but it does mean that, you know, they've slammed this thing through, through a lot of money around it from or at it or from around the world. Uh, tons of top doctors have been put on it to try to rush it through because of course the entire world wants to get back to normal. COVID isn't just going away. Okay. So this vaccine, so there's two sides you would think. Well, actually there's, there's multiple different angles, but the important thing is, are you willing to sit down at the other side of the table and have a discussion with that person? Cause if not, it's not that you're being a negative Nelly, you don't have to engage with them, but more and more and more times during this new era we're in 2021 is not just going to magically get better because there's a one instead of a zero at the end of this year, right? 2021, you're going to bump into more and more people on social media and in person that are very passionate about their points of views or soft-spoken, but they don't agree with you. It's going to happen just more and more. It's going to become a second language to us is going to be disagreement. It's going to be, uh, you know, let's tear apart this concept and have open thoughts. I think this is a healthy thing if dealt with the right way, if handled the right way. First off, if your main mentality going into a social media conversation or the personal in-person debate is to be right, please assess whether or not that's even a possibility. You could believe you're totally 100,000 billion percent right. 
But if the other party is just as vehemently convinced that they are correct, do you really think you can both win each other over? I, I know very few debates I've ever watched, observed, learned from, took notes from, where you could debate someone totally into your point of view. Typically, the opposite side of the debaters uh, are, are not the ones you're trying to convince. It's the general public observing the debate. Do you know what I mean? If you have two people debating, they, they know their stance typically, or you can tell really, like really, really quickly. If someone just gets really emotional and tries to cut down or insult the other person, maybe they don't have anything on their belief other than they just believe it. It's called an assertion. Um, but a lot of good, educated, knowledgeable people, they can be passionate. I get it. But they believe so strongly in their position, they're probably not going to budge. Unless they encounter something personally that totally radicalizes their world or changes their world, they're not going to shift. Their paradigm is pretty dang firm. Take myself, for instance, where there are a lot of things I have come to grow up in and I've slowly evolved and adapted my beliefs to fit based on research and open discussion. So before I guess I go into that example, going back to can you win the argument, I don't know if that should be the goal right now. You know, this is a very deep topic and maybe we could even do like, a, <laughs> we, we could, we're not going to, but we could do like a 12-part series on, on absolutes, the craziness, uh, relativism versus non-relativism. There's a lot of stuff, okay? My point is how do we wade through discussion and dialogue, not what's right and wrong right now. This is to give you perspective and tools to walk through a conversation, not what to believe. Does that make sense? When someone disagrees with you, what do you both want? And that on social media has become a really missed question because it's literally, here's my opinion. You can suck it if you don't like it and you're a jerk face or you're this or that and a bunch of other name calling, or it's not even that aggressive. It's more passive aggressive. You know, why is the government doing this? Blah, 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 bing, bing, bing. The moment you hit post, the comment section just lights up. And there's, in my personal opinion, very little to nothing at all that is constructive or positive from that type of engagement. People are not taking a breath with the general public and saying, hey, all, uh, thank you for posting this. What do you want to achieve from this post? I want to prove I'm right. Oh, okay. Well, I'm not even going to bother commenting further. Have a great day. You're right and freedom to post this on Facebook or Instagram or Twitter. But, you know, if you're just doing that broadcasting, okay, I won't engage. This is a non-engagement post. You just want to Throw it out there what you believe, and that's done. There's no pool of dialogue, no problem. Uh, you know, the, the hilarious part would be if it's the opposite. Well, I would like from this post to kind of garner discussion and open-mindedness. Please be civil in your comments, but I would love to people to give and engage. Um, great. You know, you can kind of do that, but there's always going to be a few people, no matter what, that are either poor communicators or they think they're being civil or they think they're being level-headed or not even level-headed, and they're really just being very aggressive or maybe negative or just tearing it apart. You're going in circles. What am I trying to say? What I'm trying to say is that social media is a really tough place to kind of have positive, constructive dialogue. It really is. I try my best. I know I, I sound like a really hyper communicative guy. I try to avoid anything on social media. That's just an assertion or an opinion. Um, I, I, I mean, honestly, if I, if I trusted you or I, you were a friend of mine and I, you know, and I disagreed with it, I would private message you and just say, hey, I saw your post from the other day. Um, I personally disagree with a few things about it, but I want to know, 
is this a discussion post or you just you're fed up and you're frustrated right now here's your opinion suck it and if that's the case i mean i'm still going to be your friend i'm still going to try my very best to support you whatever you need um just know i disagree with you but you know uh i just won't comment on it we won't touch on it you know you just you don't want to have any feedback you posted it on social media which is an open platform but i'm not going to engage I've had friends where I've private messaged them or they've private messaged me and they said, hey, yeah, I'm totally open to having a discussion about this. Let's do it. And sometimes that is a, a text back and forth discussion. I'm going to say that sometimes that's a little tougher though because cadence and tone in, in text messaging is pretty tough. Um, I prefer a FaceTime chat or a phone call. Um, but hey, you do you, man. Uh, say la vie. But I just find right now we've created a culture of offense and outrage, not problem solving and dialogue. And it's, it's so toxic. Not everyone. I'm not going to throw everyone in that bag. I'm just saying I've noticed as a culture right now, we're curving towards outrage and offense are taking precedence over open dialogue and reasonable and logical and level-headed debate. And the reason why that's a problem is because this isn't going to go away. If anything, more and more, 2019, 2020, 2021, and onward, we've got more and more social justice issues. We've got more and more political issues. We've got so many different things popping up. And again, if you don't have the right tools or you're not going into a discussion with the right mentality, you drop a bomb, blow it up on the other person or insult them, and you step away from the table, right? That analogy I gave earlier, and you walk away thinking that, yeah, I did right in the world. I won or I did by my conscience. All you did is you just freaking insulted someone else whom I never trust you now or you've lost total respect with. And even if you disagreed with them, you did not prove your point any further. You didn't prove anything. You didn't earn anything. John Maxwell says that the currency of leadership, the currency of, of many impactful people is influence. You have influenced no one. Are you going into a discussion to seek influence? Nah, screw them. They have a wrong opinion. Well, okay, then just shut up. Have your own opinion then. But if you're just going to lambast and, and spout or post something on fire on social media to rebuttal it, just kind of like, you know, so-and-so posts about this and you have the total opposite take and you're passionate and, you know, if you do this, you're an idiot or whatever. What have you done? You've done nothing. You've contributed to society zero there's been no open dialogue, no open concept. You have not torn apart the issue and explained your ideas. You haven't heard the opposing side and tried to come together to say, here's where I believe, here's where I stand. And that is going to cripple you in life. I'm not saying you have to be a master debater. I'm not saying you have to be a master communicator. What I am saying is you have to be aware of what you want. Social media right now is just an absolute gong show. And there's some really, really good people. I've had people who I've, I've looked up to, respected, um, uh, absolutely love. I know their mentalities. I know their heart's intent. And I'm just like, whoo, they are spitting fire. And the dialogue in the comment section is not positive. I don't see anything constructive about this. This does not tell me at all uh, that this is going to be trending in the right direction. Wow, everyone left the comment section, all 30 people coming away from that saying, I still disagree with them, but shaking hands, I'd do business with them again. I would engage with them in dialogue again. No way. I just see more and more people taking pot shots at each other on Facebook. <sighs> wow, that was this is a true rant, isn't it? Look. No matter what, 
you're going to have your own beliefs. You're going to have your own stance on a lot of big issues and small issues. You know, um, I, I love peanut butter on everything. Well, not everything, but I love it. And, uh, you know, sometimes I leave my dishes by the side of the sink while the dishwasher is going rather than in the sink because I don't like putting things in the sink in case I need to thaw something or if I need to wash some dishes. My wife hates dishes that are on the counter because it makes the count or the counter in the kitchen look really messy and crowded. So she'd prefer all dirty dishes while the dishwasher is running be put in the sink until we can change out the dishwasher. Such a stupid issue, right? Well, guess what? We disagree about that. So <laughs> on a very dumbed down level, what stance am I going to take? Are we going to talk about it? Uh, or do I just say it's not worth it and I love my wife, so I'd rather just not fight that battle? I do I do agree that's probably an important point to quickly labor on is choose your battles. Because um, if you just come at everybody head on fighting, people are going to eventually know your reputation. They're going to eventually gather. Oh, this guy, I could say red is my favorite color and he'll still come at me with an opposing viewpoint and be really nasty. Like you're going to build a reputation of attacking people or you might not think attacking, but, you know, bringing up an issue, trying to start an argument or a discussion, okay? My, my, my whole point on that, too, is what do you want to gain from it? And then if you really just want to gain a better understanding, then seek that better understanding. Private message them and ask them to explain more thoroughly in kind tones what they believe, okay? If you want to convince them, I really think you got to private message people and if they respectfully say I'm not interested or you get into a debate and maybe it gets a bit heated, maybe create some ground rules up front. So let's let's kind of jump into that briefly, okay? I know I'm a little bit all over the place, but I am really trying my best right now, okay? Like I said, I wasn't going to do an episode, but happy new year. Welcome to Russ Rants. I'm excited to be back, okay? Maybe set parameters in a discussion. There was recently a discussion that I had with some really good friends that we were on the opposite side of a viewpoint. And that happens in healthy relationships, especially you should be able to tell someone, Hey, I'm a little bit concerned because your viewpoint is not even close to lining up with mine. Are you willing to have a discussion? What this does is it avoids bitterness. It avoids misinterpretation. Uh, and it, it avoids distrust, uh, or a severed relationship where eventually like, I just can't talk to them about it. Cause they, they're just on the opposite side. It's changed my perspective of them. Okay. And we had this discussion with these individuals and I, I didn't formally do it. Sometimes I can, if I know the person less, uh, like if it's a business negotiation or a business conflict discussion, which I've had many of, but with my, my, with my friends, I just said straight up, I said, what I would like us to do first is explain our perspectives and what we kind of want from this. What is your mentality in this? Why are we disagreeing? But what are you trying to articulate? And after letting them say their piece, their articulation was they want to make sure we as friends are cared for. They want to make sure that they, they're hurt a little bit, but they also wanted to make sure that we weren't ignoring them about certain topics or discussions. Crystal clear. They laid that out on the table and just said, perfect. Before we get into this discussion, here's where our mind and heart and mentality is at. This is why we want to talk. That is so helpful. I'm just going to tell all of you guys that is so helpful. If you're walking into something that you're, you know, is going to be a bit of a discussion. What do we really want here? Why are we even talking about this? Well, because we're passionate about this and blah, 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 blah. But we want to make sure that you guys know we're on your side. Uh, but we want you to know our mentalities behind this issue. Okay. We, we, we 
came to the table as well and just laid it out and said, Hey, we understand that you care about this issue. We have a little bit of a different perspective on it, but we're happy to openly and safely discuss it together. What you kind of do is you lay some ground rules and say, Hey, no pot shots, no taking it personal. You can get passionate, but this is not an attack on you. This is not an attack on me. We are talking about something in the middle of the table here. You remove yourself from that. If you can't remove yourself from that topic, I don't think this is the best time to talk about it right now because no matter what, I'm afraid you're going to take anything I say about it as to you. I'm not saying it to you. I'm saying it to this topic. Okay. A lot of us have also been empowered to own topics as a personal identity. Topics and ideas and ideologies can make up parts of who you are, your persona, um, your personality, sure. But that's not you. You are you. You know, I am not PETA, okay? I could be vehemently passionate about PETA, but I am not PETA. If you say something about PETA, whether it's an article or looking at their terms and conditions or their history or their, what their stance is or their social media opinion, you are not attacking me. If I like PETA, you are attacking, well, attacking. You are commenting on, criticizing, or evaluating PETA. I hope that makes sense. Why did I pick PETA? I don't know. It came to my mind. There's a, there's a movie I like with Hugh Grant where he talks about PETA and he's fighting a grizzly bear. Not fighting one. He's afraid of one. Anyways. Huh. All that to say, fam, um, I, I don't even know if this is kind of helpful or not. I, I just feel that you guys, we are all walking more and more into this. Keep it courteous. Keep it honoring. Keep it respectful. Um, in Back to Never Split the Difference, that book, they talk about tactical empathy. Now, again, the, the idea behind Never Split the Difference is to win a negotiation, Okay. This is not the same thing. This is an open discussion. You can debate someone, but again, like I said, if the mentality is to try to win them over and you just know they're getting firmer and firmer in, like ingrained and planted in their point of view, is that really what's going to happen? Okay, no? Well, then reassess. Is it to maybe open your own mind? Maybe you can be open-minded, but you don't have to be convinced. A lot of people, I'm going to say this right now, okay? All my life, because of my personality, my easygoing nature, my warmth, I want people to feel safe when I discuss with them, they mistake it for ideological weakness. I don't know why. Maybe you guys can comment back and be like, yeah, Russ, like seriously, man, I don't know what it is about your tone or the way you word things, but you seem like a pushover. That's fine. I would even be interested in learning that because maybe I can work on that, I guess. Um, but they mistake it as I'm, I'm easily persuaded or easily dissuaded to do things. And so they'll give their two cents. And when I articulate the opposite or a different spin on it or a different take, they're not shocked, but they're like, oh, oh, I, I thought you'd be all over this. Why? What? No, I'm not. I'm not, I'm not open. You know, I'm not, I'm not in agreement with you wholeheartedly. I am open to hear your point of view. That is not agreement, but that's not also disrespect. I am open to hearing your stance. I feel personally, you don't have to follow suit, everyone. I'm just saying, Rance fam, I've learned. I learn a lot more. I respect a lot more. And I grow a lot more when I'm more open-minded. And again, that doesn't mean you have to agree with the concept or the topic. It just means you're willing to try to learn the other point of view. I learned so much 
from a, a lot of different topics about science, even where I was raised in an environment where I disagreed with a lot of things vehemently, um, that the, the size society or the culture of science had long been having data on. And now I'm like, Oh, you know what? That doesn't totally misalign with my beliefs, but it actually sometimes enforces them because I'm open-minded. I'm open. Even if I'm like, Oh, I just really can't see myself at all agreeing with any of this. And you know what? A lot of the times I'm right. I come away and I say, thanks for the conversation, but there's no chance I'm on your side right now. Like I, there's just no chance. I agree with that. There's bing, bing, bing. Here's my foundations. But at the very least, I grew from it. I'm not going to be ignorant. I hate ignorance on my end. Again, some other people are like, I just don't care, Russ. I want to I wanna work in peace. I want to live in peace. And I don't want to cause any fights. But I also just don't need to know. That's, I mean, hey, if you're not trying to attack other people and cut them down, that's on you, man. That's fine. If you just believe that you are better off uh, not trying, or that's just not maybe your, your desire. I'm, I'm a weird duck, Okay. I hope you're not comparing yourself to Ross. Oh, Russell tries to engage with everyone and tries to have an open discussion. Nah, man, we are lucky the world is not made of Russells. <laughs> like, really. Uh, I need a lot of you people who just say, I believe what I believe, but I don't talk about it unless I'm pressed up against the wall saying you better believe the opposite. I have friends like that. It's fantastic. But we're going to wade through this more and more, Rants fam. I'm all about growth. For me personally, I have grown so much over the years, even in just understanding viewpoints I don't agree with. Because everyone, I, I, I want to say this, people are trying to care. People, more often than not, have an ideology because they feel it is for the best of humankind, for humanity, for the world. Sometimes they don't, but I mean, very rare. Typically, when someone shares a perspective, it's because they believe it suits the needs of the people or themselves. There are a lot of selfish perspectives out there, but again, they believe that it suits, if it works the best for me and I want it, it should be for everyone because I would assume everyone else would want it. You know what I mean? Like that's the mentality. No one's trying to be the next Hitler. Well, I hope not. But no one's trying to believe in ideology because they know it'll kill everybody or defeat everybody. Um, and those people, if, if they are, there are some ideologies out there, they're typically hopefully sniffed out pretty quick. You avoid them or they hold no influence. Really? But more often than not, if someone even disagrees with me, I try to come at it with, okay, they disagree with my viewpoint. They must believe that it's the best for them or it's the best for people around them. Why? Doesn't mean they're right. Doesn't mean I'm right. But why? If you don't want to have that discussion, then walk away honorably. Hey, I disagree with your comments. Um, you know, I'm happy to discuss it if you ever want to in a private convo. But, you know, just I hope you're doing well. I see this post, but I'm not going to comment. I mean, it's a little awkward. I'd say just don't comment at all, but maybe you just want people to know, hey, I am thinking of you. I'm not really on the side of this topic, but this isn't a debate post. Uh, I hope you're doing well. We'll talk to you later. You know, because I, I, man, literally five seconds, I could open my phone right now and scroll through Facebook and find at least five posts with just a gong show going around it. And I'm like, who is benefiting from this? Huh? If you agree, disagree, let me know. You can comment, DM me on Instagram, or you can email me at russrantsreal at gmail.com. I am very excited about our podcast episode next week with Sarah Novak uh, with a lot of uh, breathing tips, exercises, and I hope that doesn't deflate your interest. If you're like, well, there's no way that's interesting. Nope. Uh, I've, had, I've actually had interest in that topic for a very long time. I actually use tactical breathing um, whenever I'm highly anxious. 
uh, whenever I'm preparing for an exam or a sales pitch. Uh, and chemistry, uh, chemistry, biologically, they have shown tendencies and traits that controlling and regulating your breathing, regulating how your patterns work, helps your mind clear up, your heart clear up, and your body. So that is going to be next week. But I hope you guys uh, got something from this. This feels like a little bit like a gong show of getting up from the table too early. Just don't stand up, walk away hurt, and just try to help the other person feel as crappy as possible. Please don't do that. If you decide to sit at the table, do it honorably. Okay, if the other person doesn't, then you do not have to sit there and take abuse. That is not what I'm saying. What I am saying is if you do choose to engage someone, whether it's social media or a friend in a you know, vocal debate, uh, you know, a textual debate, whatever, um, do it the right way. If they disagree with you and you disagree and after a while you're like, you know what, it seems like we both disagree, but thank you for sharing your thoughts. I like to keep an open mind and make sure people know that I'm a safe person to try to have a discussion with. Have a great day. That's getting up from the table the right way. When you just scooch the table, the chair back in anger, you turn your back on them as they're still talking to you, and you just say, talk to the hand, no one wins from that. So I'm rooting for you all. I'm excited. You make sure, make sure you tune into next, week ep- next week's episode with Sarah Novak. It's going to be fantabulous. I'm rooting for you all. You guys are my favorites. Have a great day. Ta-ta. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Russ Rants Podcast. Your support is always appreciated. Should you feel so inclined, I would love it if you'd click that follow button or subscribe button, depending on which platform you're listening to this on. As always, you can also reach me on social media at Russ Rants. That's R-U-S-S-R-A-N-T-Z on Instagram. Or if you have any thoughts, comments, questions, or concerns about the show, by all means, shoot me an email at russrantsreal at gmail.com. I will catch you later. Have a fantastic week and take care.